Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Hot Mess Podcast. I am your host, Matilda Johnson, and today we're getting messy. I've decided today, because you've probably read the title and there's probably a lot of people being like, what? I've decided to skip our weekly wrap, and if you want to see what's on my TikTok feed, which is a whole lot of craziness to do with Formula One, Paul Mescal, Pedro Pascal... The Hunger Games, Harry Styles and M. Radikowski, and everything in between, uh, then you can look at that on my Instagram at hotmess underscore podcast. But otherwise, today we are just going to jump straight into today's episode. So I'm just really in my feelings today because I'm a bit hungover because uh, last night I had my sister's hens party. Well, it actually started at 12 p.m. yesterday afternoon and went till 2 a.m. last night. So I'm really in a vulnerable state right now. But all in all, had a fantastic night, obviously. Um, I had to help out with the planning. Uh, I was kind of in charge of the planning. It was very difficult of the hens. I've decided I no longer want to be any form of event planner, organizer, anything like that. I could not handle it. There was a lot of pressure and I'm so glad it's over. Had a fantastic time at Lucy's last rodeo, but I never want to be in charge of that ever again. So to any of my friends, if any of you want me to be your maid of honor, I'll do it for you, but no, I will not enjoy doing it. But it was really lovely being around my sister, obviously, before she gets married Um, and all of her friends who are also like older sisters to me and give amazing advice. And then of course we met up with the groom and his bucks party at, I don't know, I don't know what hour it was past midnight. We did end up at revolver. Sorry to say it. We were at revs for a while at during the hens party. And if you live in Melbourne, you know, Um, so it got a bit wild. We went to Revs and then we ended up in Fitzroy to meet up with the Bucks party. So we had a lot of fun and I absolutely love Liam, Lucy's fiance, and I can't wait for him to be a member of the family. And it's not long now till the actual wedding day, which is so crazy. We love love. But today we're also talking about hating love. So let's jump straight into it. Today's episode is called How to Be Single because... Your messy girl is now single. Surprise! Um, So you may have noticed last week I took a week off and that was just because I didn't think I was ready to podcast just yet and I didn't really know what I would say um, on the podcast if it weren't about a breakup. And then the week before that, I was actually in Bali with Kiri my now ex-boyfriend, and all of my friends for my friend's honeymoon, which was very random. Um, Kiri and I, obviously, we've traveled together in the past, so it was fine. Like, we understood traveling together and what that would entail and how we work together in terms of traveling. Because I feel like you see the best and the worst of somebody when you're overseas, you know? So um, luckily we'd already been through that. <laughs> so we knew what to expect from each other. Um, but it was nice being around like friends and stuff as well. And we still had a really great time. Obviously I wouldn't recommend every person goes on holidays with their ex-partner because it can be messy and also in some lengths dangerous. So it's not something that I'm like, I recommend you go traveling with your ex. 
Um, but like he and I were fine and we had a really great time. Regardless, we're talking about being single and all of those things. So I would like to start out though by saying I still have a lot of love for Kiri. He and I had a two year relationship and so it's not one of those scenarios where I can immediately jump to being like I hate him or he wronged me because he didn't and so and I still respect him a lot um and no matter where we are at in life I will remember him for a lot of good things and you know for being there we went through so many ups and downs together that was a big thing um you know, we got together around the time of COVID. And so we shared a lot of vulnerabilities and I'm very grateful for him. Um, it just got to a point where it just wasn't working out. And I knew I, I initiated the breakup and I knew, you know, a hard part of doing that is that you do kind of have to be the bad guy and doesn't always end up going well. Luckily, um, Kiri was very understanding. It took some time. It was a very drawn out breakup. Um, but I respect his privacy enough to not go into heavy details about what happened. Although he has given me, um, permission to discuss the breakup and, um, cause it is, cause this podcast in length is kind of like a diary entry for me. Um, and so, yeah, I've still got a lot of respect for him. I can't just be like, I hate him. Um, because he hasn't done anything for me to do so. Um, and I just, yeah, it was a drawn out breakup and I'm now just, I'm tired. (laughs) It's now April. Um, and it first kind of started in start of March. And so it just got to a point we just weren't working and I knew if we continued on, it'd be the same. And so, it was easier to do so now than five years down the track when we could be even worse for wear as a couple. I'm a dickhead. I just realized my microphone wasn't working that entire time. <laughs> anyway, so I'm now single for the first time in two years, which is a bit strange for me because prior to dating Kiri, I hadn't really had a very serious relationship, which also means this is my first serious breakup, um, which is quite difficult, especially during a time when Lizzie McAlpine and Gracie Abrams are streaming everywhere. Like somebody please sedate me at this point. The more music of theirs I hear, the more emotionally vulnerable I am. I'm joking, but I'm also not. Um, I'd say I'd been pretty good through the start of the breakup. And I think it only really hit me this week. And, you know, I think people think if the person who's initiated the breakup is doing so, then they must be okay with it. But it doesn't really discredit. I feel like that kind of discredits the fact that like there is still a lot of emotions involved. Um, So it has been hard for me as well. I genuinely keep thinking would the breakup be easier if one of us had genuinely wronged the other in some way? Like if one of us had cheated, would we feel better about it? But I genuinely don't know. I think emotions are high no matter what. When you love somebody and you have to take a step away from them, it's going to hurt no matter what. So yeah, there's no easy way of going through a breakup. And before anyone asks, I have absolutely 
no interest in going back into the dating world anytime soon. I hated dating before this relationship, so I don't expect myself to love it after, especially in this day and age. I hate, I've always hated online dating. Um, I was lucky enough to meet Kiri in a very natural way in person. Um, We were friends first, which is another hard thing, being friends with somebody and then dating them it's like you don't just get to go back to the friendship immediately I would love for us to be friends one day but at this point in time obviously we need to give each other space to go through the breakup on our own um you can't just like jump immediately into being best friends with somebody once your relationship's over so I'm kind of giving myself time and also carry time to grieve and mourn our relationship before we kind of make contact on becoming friends again. We have spoken multiple times. Obviously, we went on holidays together. So we've had a lot of chats. I think we're very aware of where we're at. But yeah, it's strange being single because of the fact I didn't love dating beforehand. And because it was my first serious relationship, the only real experience I've had with breakups are from very brief relationships I had in high school that definitely weren't as serious as this one. And then uh, situationships, which, you know, people argue situationship breakups are very difficult. And I agree because it's always like the question of what if, um, and not actually leaning into like the potential of forming a proper relationship with them. Um, But I think for me, the way this is different is the fact that I genuinely love Kiri and we share so much history together and when you're separating from somebody it's like you don't only just take them out of your life but it's also their family their pets and their friends and a lot of people who I grew to know over the last two years who were truly wonderful people in my life I'm definitely going to miss his family. Uh, They were super supportive of me these last two years and I spent a lot, a lot, a lot of time with them. Uh, I grew very close with them. We all went overseas together. Um, I'm going to miss his dog, Harley. I'm going to miss going to football games. I didn't love going to the footy beforehand, but I genuinely began enjoying it and just being a part of their lives as well and having lunch on Sundays and seeing his Yaya and Papu and yeah, just there's things that you don't think about in the midst of a breakup until you're like, oh, I won't be able to do this all the time or I won't be able to speak to his cousins all the time or his sisters or, you know, just anyone in his life, his friends who I got to know, who I was super appreciative of getting to know. And they also welcomed me into their homes and I was able to form great relationships with them. And I wouldn't change it for the world as well. I think that's a big thing is like, I don't want to regret any of my relationships because I think they've all taught me a lot and they've all brought different aspects of my life together and I don't know I'm grateful for the people I've met along the way so I can't change that at all and nor do I want to (sighs) moving forward though how am I going to be single 
I think I'm just going to have a lot of me time and, you know, it's actually quite interesting. I haven't really been, so this is my first time living in an apartment by myself. And I mean, I started living in an apartment by myself when Kiri and I were dating. So this is my first time really experiencing what it's like to be 100% independent and alone in this apartment, which I think is really good and healthy. And I think it's kind of what I need in a mental capacity. And so I'm learning how to own my independence again. And that's another thing, like I was single for so long prior to our relationship that I really had a strong sense of independence and stuff like that and knowing who I am and what I want in life. And I think when you add another person, it's like the same with friendship groups. When you add a person or take away a person, it changes the dynamics of a group. And it's the same with a relationship. It changes or alters the dynamics you have with yourself and your surroundings. And so I think something that I'm having to relearn is like, um, how to be 100% me and therefore myself and prioritizing everything I need. And I think this is a good time for me to be a little bit selfish with putting myself first. Um, because when you love somebody, you don't always do that. And that's not to say anything. My God, I just, I'm so worried that whatever I say is going to come off. Like I am speaking poorly of Kiri and I don't want that to be the case at all he and I just grew somewhat codependent as most relationships do. You have somebody there for you. Um, so you rely on each other a lot. And so I think a big thing for me is to be like, I need to rely on myself and, um, be there for myself and learn how to like own who I am in that capacity. Um, which I haven't had to do for the last two years. And, also spend like making sure I take time to do things that I love. That's how I'm going to spend my time being single, getting back into more regular dance classes, which is super fun. I went last week. I have already booked my classes for the week ahead and I'm just really excited. You know, that's for me like cheaper therapy. So, and it's something, it's a passion of mine. And it's something that I'm wanting to go back into. As you guys know, if you listen to this podcast a lot, it's like I've had a lot of ups and downs in the dance world as well and how that was my career um, for a very long time. And I had to take a step back from that. And it's the same with relationships in that sense where it's like, okay, I've had time to work things through and get to a mental space where I want to put myself back into that world a bit more. And so I'm doing that and I'm excited about doing that. And I plan on doing more things like that, that I know are going to make me genuinely happy. And even if it's stepping outside of my comfort zone a little bit, I think it's really important and healthy to do that too. It's been nice spending as much time with friends and family as I have recently. And again, um, being in a relationship didn't stop me from doing that. It's just that being in a relationship also made me prioritize where I spent my time. And I think I definitely wasn't with some of my close friends as much as I have been recently. And it's nice to just mend friendships or, um, be in their space a lot more. Um, and it's purely because, when I was in a relationship, I 
thought that I needed to be with them all the time for it to be meaningful. And that's not the case at all. Um, my love language is quality time. And so I think I've now discovered that quality time doesn't mean being with them 100% of the time. Quality time is being with them in a meaningful way and enjoying each other's company and not being in each other's pockets and understanding respect and each other's boundaries is so hugely important. And so now I think about all my relationships in that way and Am I spending time with them because I don't want to be alone right now? Or am I spending time with them because I genuinely want to have a good time with the people who I love? And so I think I've discovered that recently with my friends, especially that being with them in a meaningful way and going out of our way to like enjoy our time and we don't have to see each other 100% of the time for us to not have unconditional love. It just means that like whenever we do get back together, we can pick up where we left off. And I think that's a beautiful thing about friendship. So I'm really enjoying that part of my life currently. And I'm enjoying exploring my goals and seeing what I can achieve on my own. Of course, it's so wonderful to be able to have a support network and especially if there's a person next to you cheering you on, that is so beautiful and incredible. But for me currently, I'm now like, okay, I'm by myself. You're on your own kid. Thank you, Taylor Swift. Um, So let's see what we can do. Let's see where we can go from here. And that's terrifying in its own way because – you do want somebody to kind of be your cheerleader. Um, and so it's now time for me to be my own cheerleader. And I'm nervous but excited for that. I think it's also so important to understand all the waves of emotions that you go through in a breakup because obviously, as I said, this was quite a drawn-out breakup. So at the start, I was feeling very confident in my decision. I still am confident in my, in my decision, Um, but I was almost in denial in a way where I was like, everything's fine. I'm totally okay. I haven't cried. I haven't felt any, like I've been sad, but I haven't been like sobbing into my pillow, you know, whereas now I'm not sobbing into a pillow, but I'm allowing to feel myself to feel like the range of emotions. And if I want to listen to a sad Taylor Swift song, I will. And I'll let the full emotion of it affect me. And there's nothing wrong with that. And I'm also grateful for having a really fantastic support group. And I think that's really important when you're going through a breakup is to be around the right kinds of people. And, you know, obviously I think it's different with every relationship, just how every breakup is different. Um, Kiri and I got lucky in that we didn't hurt each other, you know, in a way that is irreparable because we still have a lot of respect for each other. And therefore I'm grateful for the fact that the people in my support team if you will are also respectful of him and because I think if I were to have people around me who were like men are trash and he was a bad boyfriend anyway and stuff it'd be like invalidating the fact that I still loved him for the last two years and he hasn't done anything wrong in the first place so I think it's really important to have people around me who are like respectful of him and his opinions and thoughts and feelings because I wouldn't want 
anyone to speak poorly of him. And I would hope nobody speaks poorly of me um, because it's just one of those breakups. And as rough as breakups are, some relationships just aren't meant to work out. And it's like that, what's that saying? You meet people for reasons and seasons. And Kiri has taught me a whole lot about love and about myself and how I deal with certain situations and people and relationships and how I interact with people, I guess, after, especially after COVID, I feel like the way I approach the dating world and opening myself up and being vulnerable to people is so different to how I was pre-COVID. And so I'm grateful for that. So therefore I don't want any (laughs) ill-spoken words of him or of our relationship. Has anybody else seen like, okay, so the whole point of this episode is how to be single. Have you guys seen the movie how to be single? Because that is a great film. And I, used to watch that. It was a comfort movie for me when I was single because I was like, oh my God, I'm forever alone. I'm trying to watch it now. I can't find it on any streaming platforms. Um, But great film. And I think it has really important messages about what I just kind of discussed about how people come into your life for different reasons. And you can learn so much about love from different people and the different ways of loving somebody. And I think the best part of that film is that it's so strongly like you need to understand your independence and stuff like that. It's like what RuPaul says, if you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love somebody else? And I think I've done a lot of emotional growth over the last few years and I am very self-aware and I have a very strong sense of self now. And so I am ready to explore that and live my life in a way where it's like, I know who I am and I know what I want. And as much as it's nice to have somebody there walking through it with you, it is really important to be able to do that on your own as well. And so I am excited to see where the future takes me in that aspect. And if I meet people along the way who I can, I don't know, I don't even want to think about falling in love with somebody right now. But I think having that strong sense of character down the track and living a more independent life in the moment is going to be better for my future relationships whenever they may occur. And I'm excited for the adventures that I'm going to go on as a person by themselves. And as much as, again, like I've been on many great adventures in a relationship, It's nice to be able to be like, I did this in a totally independent way. And there are certain goals in my life that I just realized that I wanted to achieve by myself, no matter how supportive Kiri was. I was like, there are certain things that I just need to do by myself. And it's nothing on him. It's just that I realized that I had a lot of goals that I want to achieve on my own. And again, I don't think there's anything wrong with that either. And I'm a very stubborn person and I own up to that and I'm very aware of it. And so when I set my mind to something I that I want to achieve, I 
will do it. And now I'm just like stubborn without it affecting anybody else in my life too, which is also very good um, because I've got certain goals that I want to reach and I'm excited to do that by myself. I feel like I just reiterated the same sentence like three times. So all in all, I, of course, like feeling the waves of emotions, but I am not regretful of my decision just because, again, I just, I know what I want right now and I don't think it would be a good impact on any sort of relationship And I'm excited to explore that and see what I'm capable of achieving. And yeah, I am just looking forward to the next chapter of my life. And what's scary but also so exciting is that I have no idea what that's going to look like as a single person. I think a lot of my goals had changed to fit around the fact that I had a very important person in my life with me and I thought of my goals and how they would affect them and a lot of my ideas about what I wanted to see myself achieve in the next few years changed because of that and not that there's anything wrong with that like I think if you're very very serious in a relationship then you do often stop what you're doing to think about how what you're doing is going to affect the other person but I think for me it was just getting to a point where I was like I am holding myself back not because of Kiri but because I want to achieve things with him more than what I want to achieve by myself. And as beautiful as that is, I'm now kind of like, there are things that I have always wanted to do that I will set out to do and enjoy doing them. I have a feeling we're going to have a lot of messiness (laughs) come in my single era, um, purely because of the fact that I did stop myself from some wild nights out or like, I don't know, being in situations that could be typically messy, I guess. Once I was in a relationship, I became super responsible. Nothing wrong with that. I'm just excited to also be in my bit of a wild era, not doing anything too crazy, um, but just having exploring what I, what my mid, I'm in my mid twenties. I'm going to explore some aspects of my life that I just haven't yet. But I think I've said all I've needed to say about my current situation of being single and learning how to be single again and owning it and, um, looking forward to the future and seeing what it holds. It's terrifying, but I'm excited. So if you enjoyed this episode, please like and subscribe and give it a five-star review. Um, and you can follow us at hotmess underscore podcast on both Instagram and on TikTok. You can follow me at Tilly Rose J on Instagram. And I think it's Tilly R Johnson on TikTok. 
um, for more personal things. Um, I'm so sorry. This has been a very intense diary entry about understanding my breakup. Um, I think the further I progress with this, the more understanding I'm going to become. And so there might be more insightfulness down the track. I think I'm just in a wave of emotion right now. Um, so we'll see what the future holds. I'm very excited to see what the future holds, but I hope you enjoyed this. Go listen to some Taylor Swift. I'm going to go cry to my tears ricochet. (laughs) I love you guys. Bye.